You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Well, I want to thank you for joining me on the Faith Roots Podcast. We're talking about money. And money doesn't just come by miracle means. In fact, it's very popular to tell these great miracle stories about money. Preachers do it a lot. And I know how many times I was inspired when a pastor said or a preacher said, I was believing God and someone I didn't even know came to me with a $10,000 check and met our need. That's a little bit misleading, and I'll tell you why. Because it assumes or presumes that there is no relationship between the giver and the receiver, but that's not true. Because what happens there is that the receiver has a ministry that goes out and blesses people who hear the word, and they in turn want to be a blessing back. And very often the person who comes to give is totally unknown to the minister. But that does not mean that there is no relationship. And so we see then that there is an exchange that takes place between two parties. And so it's not really the miracle that a lot of people think that it is. When I talk about work and money, it turns a lot of people off because they don't think it's God's way. They think God's way is to believe Him. And let me tell you this about money and how it flows. Money is twofold. Yes, there is the blessing of God on your finances, but at the same time, you have to deal with people. God is not the only one who has something to do with your money. Other human beings have something to do with your money, and people don't get up in the morning thinking of ways to give you their money. If they do give you money, it is for a reason, for an exchange. And so you're mindful of that as you labor, and the attitude you labor in is so very important because here's what I want you to see. We have no guarantees that God will level everything out on Friday at payday. There are times when you don't get treated fairly. There are times when you are treated unjustly. You don't necessarily get what you deserve or what is coming to you in any given month. But in the long haul, it is amazing how God makes up the difference when you do your work as unto Him. That's when He pays you back. And so I've seen this happen in an amazing way in my life, whereas we worked and worked and worked and worked hard in our early years and made almost nothing and didn't get paid right. But God paid us back, but it was in our later years. And and so I'm very grateful to the Lord for the way He works His program. All right, listen to Proverbs 22, 29. You ought to remember this scripture. I would write it down. It's a fascinating verse. Do you see a man who excels in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before unknown men. Uh, The King James says, Seest thou a man diligent in his business? Diligence is work with your heart in it. How we perform in our occupation is far more important than what we do 
in our occupation. Doesn't matter really what your occupation is. How you do it is more important than what you're doing in the eyes of God. Sometimes we think that God has put us in a hidden place. We think nobody sees us. We're being neglected, overlooked. Nobody sees and nobody cares. Have you ever had that feeling? I know that I have. And you maybe think that God's forgotten you. Don't ever think that God's forgotten you. God is always doing more than you think He is. So God's promotion, and I learned this and I've seen it, and I've been in ministry now for over 50 years and been a believer for well over that. Here's what I know. God's promotion is always late by our standards. Not late by His standard, but it is late by our standards. It never comes as quickly as you think it should. But He always promotes and He will pay you back. We never fully comprehend what He is developing in us when we do our work. And at least not in the beginning, you don't fully comprehend it. You see, the kingdom is a thing that is done in many ways, out of view. God does a great deal of His work out of view. Somebody says, how do we know this? Okay, here's what Jesus said in Mark chapter 4 and verse 26. I want you to think about this. And He said, the kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground. In other words, Jesus said the kingdom of God works in the same way that a seed does. I want to ask you something. When you plant a seed, do you get to watch that seed develop? Do you get to see everything that it does? Do you realize that that seed does most of its work in darkness? It does its work in a way that is totally invisible to the human eye. My kids came home, my three older kids came home from Children's Church one Sunday years ago, and each one of them had a little styrofoam cup. And they were all filled with dirt, and they had their names on the cups. And uh, the lesson was about how we plant seeds. And so my wife took those cups and put them up on the windowsill in the kitchen, and after a week or so, you could see little buds growing up in two of the cups. There was one cup, however, that wasn't doing anything. And so as time went on, those two cups began to sprout. I think they were bean sprouts, and they really began to grow. Only one cup didn't grow at all. And so <laughs> we decided to do a little bit of investigation. And I think it was my son, Gabe, who had the cup that didn't grow. And I said, Gabe, what are you doing with your bean? He said, well, Dad, I, I'm, I, I dig it up to see what's going on in there, <laughs> and that's what was wrong. You see, the bean does its work out of view. It's invisible. You don't get a chance to see it. That's how the kingdom of God works. God does so much of what He does in a way that you don't get to see it happening. And that's why we can say with full assurance, God is always doing more than you think He is. So we have to learn to do our part and trust that God is working even when we can't see it. You're not wasting time. No one gets to see the full work of the seed. And God is in this business of hiding. And all you have to do is read through the Scriptures and take a look at the people that He used in the greatest ways. I'm thinking about baby Moses. 
Do you realize that Moses was hidden before God did what he did with him? You see, his family had to hide him from the wrath of the Pharaoh. So his mother made a little ark or a basket, and she she wove it tightly and then pitched it so it would float, and she hid him among the bulrushes. This was God's design to get Moses into the house of Pharaoh himself. Pharaoh ordered his own execution. He ordered the execution of Moses. But when his mother put him in this little basket, God knew that Pharaoh's daughter was going to come to that very spot in the river, find that crying baby in the basket, and adopt him as her own. The reason this had to happen, it had to happen because Moses had to be trained to think like a liberator, like a hero, like a conqueror. The Hebrews were slaves. They were defeated. They understood nothing about leadership. They didn't know anything about organization. They didn't know anything about how you look someone in the eye and state your case. In other words, no Hebrew could ever have gone to Pharaoh and said, let my people go. They could murmur it, turning their head and whispering it behind his back, but they didn't know how to look him in the face and boldly say, let my people go. Moses could do that because he had been trained in the house of the Pharaoh and he had a place in God because he was hidden. David was hidden in the wilderness with a small flock of sheep. Jesus was hidden from the world until he was 30. Think about this. When he was born in Bethlehem, shortly after, Joseph and Mary had to flee to Egypt to keep him from being killed by King Herod. And then when they came back after Herod's death, they went to Nazareth. Well, the prophets all said the Messiah will be born in Bethlehem. He was, but he went to Nazareth and he was out of view. That was a stumbling block for a number of religious leaders later on because they thought Messiah has to emerge out of Bethlehem. He was born there, but the prophets didn't say he would emerge from there or begin his ministry there. The prophets said that his ministry would come out of Galilee. So the point that I'm making is that God took great care to hide Jesus. God hid John the Baptist. Listen to this one. Luke 1.80, and this is 26 translations, speaking of John the Baptist, it says, And the child grew and waxed strong in spirit, and he lived in the lonely places or in the deserts till the day when he publicly announced himself to Israel. John the Baptist was hidden before he began his great, great ministry. Do you see how this works? God often hides us, and we're doing our work in places where not a lot of people see it. If that's the case, God has something amazing that He's going to do with you. If you feel like you're hidden and unseen, don't despair, because you have something in common with all the great leaders of Scripture. God hid them before He revealed them to the world. Another thing you need to know is that God guides you by the hand and sometimes the job that you took because it seemed to be the only thing you could do, the only thing that was available, wasn't your first choice. Listen to me what the Scripture says, Ecclesiastes 9.10. Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. You know, most of the time we find things with our eyes. 
or we hear about something. But the scripture talks about finding something with your hand. That says to me that where you're working is dark. Where you're working, you can't see. Things are hidden from view. And you're reaching with your hand to find something. God said when you can't see clearly and you pick something because it was the only thing you could feel with your hand, that's okay. Do that with all of your might. God will pay you back. We'll pick up here tomorrow. I want to thank you for watching our podcast today. And if you really liked it, would you please give us a little thumbs up by clicking on that sign down below? And then I would encourage you to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any of our future podcasts because they're all going to be good. And if you would like to support us financially, either with a one-time gift or recurring gift, you can do that by clicking on the link below or going to myfaithroots.com. Thank you so much for watching this program. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.